Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. A white Hyundai Elantra without license plates and front-end damage found in Eugene, Oregon, hundreds of miles from Moscow, Idaho. Could it be the car police have been searching for for weeks? I'm Anjanette Levy, and welcome to Law & Crime Sidebar Podcast. We've been following the investigation into the murders of those four University of Idaho students since it happened back on November 13th. Kaylee Gonsalves, Maddie Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin all found stabbed to death in that home on King Road. Police have been asking for leads for weeks about a white Hyundai Elantra between the years of 2011 and 2013 that was in the immediate area of the crime scene that morning. We now have photos from Tuesday morning about that vehicle. Photos of it have been circulating online since Monday, and these are photos of a very similar vehicle found on West 7th Street in Eugene, Oregon. There is front end damage. The bumper is hanging off. It's dirty, and there are no license plates. So that is a similar vehicle to the one they're looking for that's been found, and I contacted Moscow police about it, and they told me that they are aware of the vehicle and they are working on it. And Eugene, Oregon police say that they will be impounding that vehicle. And joining me to talk about all of this is Jennifer Koffendoffer. She is a retired FBI agent. Jennifer, welcome back to Sidebar. Thanks for coming back on. Thank you for having me. Jennifer, let's start with this white car. It's a white Hyundai Elantra. The photos are floating around on the internet, and they show a Hyundai Elantra with front-end damage, no license plates, on a street corner in Eugene, Oregon. We're not saying it's the car, but Moscow PD tells me they are aware of the vehicle. They're investigating it. Eugene PD told me they had notified Moscow about it. Uh, So your thoughts and feelings as a retired FBI agent on this vehicle just appearing on the street corner with no plates and front end damage? Well, certainly enforcement would be completely remiss not to take this clue seriously. They need to go out and discover why in the world and how in the world that ended up there. And if there is any connection, remember, and this is just an interesting little nugget, but Maddie, 
was born there in Eugene. I don't want to say she was necessarily raised there from the information I've been able to find. She spent her early years there. But nevertheless, there is a slight connection to one of our victims. In addition, it's odd for a vehicle to sustain this sort of damage, not have a license plate, be abandoned. It is somewhat contemporaneous with these murders. Granted, it's going on five weeks out, so it's not as if the individual fled to Eugene, abandoned the car, something like that. But there could be a nexus. This could be our car. It has to be investigated. And that's what the FBI needs to do. And they are doing that, according to Moscow PD. Uh, They are aware of the vehicle. That's what they told me on Monday evening. And they are investigating. We're hoping to get more information about it. And again, they've been going through 22,000 vehicles. This could be the vehicle. It could not be. We don't know. But we're going to stay on top of it for everyone uh, and see if there is a connection here. Jennifer, I want to move on now to uh, the video in this case, the digital evidence, and I'm talking photographs and video. As of about a week and a half ago, they already had more than 1,000 video digital submissions. That is a mountain of material. Some of those could be brief clips. Some of them could be hours-long video clips. So what does it take to go through all of that? Because I've heard people testify, police officers in the past in court, when they're talking about going through surveillance video, And they literally have to sit there and watch it, sometimes for hours, and log the details. Well, you're exactly right. Having been on the other side of that on numerous occasions, it is painstaking. You go moment by moment, keeping your eye to every detail on that clip, everything that surrounds, in other words, what's in the background that's happening, sound if it's available. You have to really analyze moment by moment. And sometimes, as you mentioned, these clips are very long. They have requested from the 12th through the 14th for most of these video clips. So this isn't just a snapshot in time. They are looking for incidents that occurred in and around this event. So it's painstaking. Realize that many times this is going to be analytical work that are done by the FBI's analysts. And they are very well trained. They also go to Quantico to investigative techniques. They don't tote a gun, but they're very well versed in how and what to look for. And I expect uh, throughout the United States, analysts in the FBI are reviewing these videos as we speak. So throughout the United States, so they've got all hands on deck looking at this because yesterday we learned that they now have 60 FBI agents assigned to this case throughout the country. They had 46 last week. So they've increased the manpower by 14 agents. That that seems significant. It's very significant. And if you look early on to the first press release, they had 22. We've got, we've really, they've increased by threefold the amount of agents they initially had now into the 60s. And we're not even talking about analytical help, lab help, support help, the secretaries and clerical staff behind the scenes that are really making all of this go much quicker than it normally would in terms of uh, turning around investigative findings of these agents. So you have a basically the size of one of our field offices working on this, one of our smaller field offices. It's important. Everyone realizes we have we meaning the public, there's a killer on the loose. And this is nothing, it it makes this case exigent. It's something that has to be addressed by law enforcement, both from a safety standpoint 
and of course, from a justice standpoint. So the FBI really probably very early on, although the public might not realize it, was at the helm of this investigation. And certainly whether it's successful or not is going to be uh, falling on the FBI and their efforts. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I want to talk about the video again. The fact that that you have to painstakingly go through it, then maybe if you don't have a clear picture, it has to be enhanced. So we touched on this briefly on our last episode. What can the FBI do? I mean, I think people get a picture in their mind of some CSI lab where they do something, they adjust the pixels, and then do 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 do. The, the picture is completely clear. What actually goes on with that video enhancement at the FBI lab? Well, and I will say, have I am not a video expert. The video experts that the FBI has are not only well-trained, in other words, they have mentors that have trained them for for months and years sometimes on how to properly conduct these uh, enhancements. But they also have so much formal training and continue education. So they also are able to use the state of the art equipment that is available to enhance these videos. So I can tell you from a case agent standpoint, when I needed a bag uh, looked at closer because I couldn't make out where the bag was from or a face because it's a surveillance video and it was too grainy and it was dark and we were far away or a vehicle where the tag was grainy. We would send that in and the lab is amazing. Their returns would always help to magnify what we were looking at. I can't remember one case out of dozens and dozens uh, that I worked where a submission to the lab didn't result in a positive enhancement of that evidence. And so that could be of a person or a vehicle license plate. So there's a lot they can do with, with the adjustments they can make in the software, I'm assuming. Yes. And, and audio too. Sometimes you might not be able to pick up the audio, but they can enhance that as well. 
So if it can be done, they can do it. And Jennifer, I just want to talk briefly. Uh, on Monday, the police said they they passed the threshold of 10,000 tips. I, I can't imagine. I've heard of cases where they have 1,000 tips. 10,000 tips, we, kind of weeding through all of that, some of them may be, they're not good tips, <laughs> let's just be honest, but some of them may have valuable information. So let's talk about what it takes to not only organize that, but to go through that. 10,000 tips, that just boggles my mind. Yeah, it is mind-boggling. And it's really incumbent on the public when you're submitting a tip that you don't get extraneous uh, tip information that you're just sending in um, for a reason that doesn't directly pertain to this case and this time frame and the Elantra and so on and so forth. Unfortunately, I know for a fact that tips like this come in because tips like this come to me. And uh, uh, so it's very incumbent on people to really keep on track because every tip that comes in, I can assure you, they have to log it. They are cataloging it in the FBI files and they're taking a look at it. And from that point, as they come in, they're triaging. And the individuals who are triaging are typically analysts that, again, are very well educated and versed in evidence collection and what would be relevant to this case. They're also very well versed in the facts and details of this case, because at the end of the day, if you're not up to speed on what is coming in and what is happening on this case, you can't even make intelligence decisions to help guide the FBI agents that are actually doing the interviews as to what direction they should be going in. So as information comes in, they're putting it into different piles, if you will, as to what needs to be addressed first and then what needs to be addressed later. And those leads that they feel are very important, they are getting that straight out to the lead detective and the case agents. And that is being directed to the 60 other agents to go out and facilitate those interviews. Well, it, it's certainly a monumental task and it's very important. I mean, it, we have four kids and they were kids, whether they were 21 or 20 or not. They're kids, and uh, they were murdered for no reason, and we hope that they get some answers, the families get some answers soon. Uh, Jennifer Koffendoffer, thank you so much again for coming back on. We appreciate it. Thank you. And that's it for this edition of Law & Crime Sidebar Podcast. It is produced by Sam Goldberg and Logan Harris. Bobby Zoki is our YouTube manager. Kiera Bronson handles our social media, and Alyssa Fisher does our bookings. You can download and listen to Sidebar on Apple, Spotify, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always watch it on Law & Crime's YouTube channel. I'm Anjanette Levy, and we will see you next time.